and welcome to another episode of Bomb Brigade. It's your uh, siblings that watch movies sometimes. The Panish siblings. I'm Jenny Panish. And I'm Michael Panish. And this week we are reviewing the 2016 Swiss French Swiss 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 French stop motion animated uh, comedy drama film. My life is a zucchini or Ma vie de coquette. <laughs> Ma vie de coquette. Ma, ma vie de coquette. Ha ha ha. It's a French. So I have a question for you, uh, Michael. Yes. Did you watch away. Did you watch this in English or in French? Are you asking me what side I fall on yeah, the are you, subs are, dubs debate? Are you did you watch subs? Did you watch the, or the dub? Which one did you do? Uh well, Jenny. Yes. I watched it with subs because that's how it's intended to be watched. That is also how I watched it. I was going to super shame you if you watched it in English. <laughs> oh, I was going to super shame you if oh, you watched I, it in English. Yeah. Well, now I like kind of really wish that I had watched it in English because I just opened the Wikipedia page to get information that maybe I forgot. Um mm-hmm. And Nick, like, the English cast is great. I oh, know, yeah, that's very good. Yeah. We'll talk about it, too. Yeah, I didn't know anybody that was in the um, the French cast, because I don't know any French people. Sorry. Um, but English what about, cast... What about, the guy, what about the guy who says, ha, 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 do you know him? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> nope. No? no? Maurice Chevalier, you know that guy? Uh, nope. I don't know. You know, I don't know any French All people. All I want is it with you. I mean, I've seen... Da, 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 I've seen, like, Les Miserables, like, a bunch of times. So sure, Jean Valjean, I, know I Jean, you know him. Yeah, I know Jean Valjean. Yeah, I know Javert. Like, I hope he gets his man. Actually, I don't. Always... I, hope, I hope he gets away. I know how it ends. I know how Les Mis ends. And mis- miserably. Yeah. Miserably, indeed. Yeah, sad. French Revolution. So, speaking of uh, miserably... Let's plant the charges in a miserable way and talk about how they made this movie, My Life is Zucchini, and how we came to watch it. All right, let's discuss. Yes, maybe not so miserably, actually. Maybe yeah. kind of a happy way. Yeah, I, I liked it. This movie. That's true, here. me too. That was good. You know it's who else Netflix. liked it? The Academy Awards. That's correct. They this movie. It. Oh, go ahead. Oh, yeah. It was nominated um, last year. I remember because I was like, I've seen all of these movies except for this one. Hmm. What's up uh, with this wait. one? Wait. Jenny? Mm-hmm? Call me a bleary-eyed time traveler emerging from the capsule. Yeah. But what year is this? <laughs> Shit. No, wait. What won last year? Because isn't that how the Oscars work? Is it's like the next year? Oh, yeah, I guess you're right. So I guess the 2017 Oscars haven't really happened yet. Well, no, the 2017 Oscars just happened. The 2018 Oscars haven't happened yet. Right. I see what you mean. Yeah. So I guess technically it was last year that the 2016 Oscars Yeah, because it lost to Zootopia, which was so good. Uh, I mean, everything should have lost to Zootopia. I was a little sad because I saw Moana like twice, but I also saw Zootopia like so hmm so i mean i don't know if you have like a dog in this race 
an intelligent, charming talking dog, perhaps. But well, maybe like a talking you, fox friend. Yeah, talking a talking fox, mm-hmm. a Jason Bateman talking fox in this race. But do you think Zootopia or My Life's a Zucchini or Moana should have won? Mm, I don't know. I think Kubo and the Two Strings could have won. What? Huh? Hmm? Wow. I mean, those are like. These are like three or four great animated features. It's a super strong. Yeah, I know. Because uh, I saw, I saw. Well, let's just talk about. I, does Jenny watch animated films? Let's, you know, it's the the Red Turtle, which is like coming coming from Studio Ghibli. Um, Moana, that's a, amazing. That's a French Japanese yeah. co-production too. Yeah, they it's did got it. like. It's, so good. it's also yeah. So it's. it's so pretty. That's another one I, I still got to see, Red Turtle. Yeah. I think that's on HBO. I think you can watch it. Yes. I'll definitely want to check that out. I don't that know what their out. budget was. Um, I'm sure and then it looked beautiful, be- And it was lovely. Yeah. I mean, it really, like, wasn't, like, the Boss Baby nominated the next year? Uh, Boss Baby was nominated this year, but so was Ferdinand. So, mm, Oh, okay. oof. I uh, guess it's it went from, like, st- peak animation to... The dregs. Yeah, in a year. I um did see Boss Baby. I did not see it in theaters. I did watch it on Netflix one day because I was like, mm, I might as well. It is nominated for an Oscar. Uh-huh. Uh I didn't hate it. Interesting. I didn't hate Boss Baby. There were some parts that I was kind of delighted. Um, maybe it's just the like cookies are for closers, you know. You know, Jenny, if you mm-hmm. if you if you just forgot what you just said and then yeah. swapped out some words with mm-hmm. like. A word like Scientology, <laughs> it would sound very similar. You're like, yeah. well, I had nothing going on, so I just kind of stopped by and let them bust out their e-readers and get me clear. Okay. And you know, there are some parts I really enjoyed. Like, I really enjoyed the sense of community that they have <laughs> in their sea well, org. Bo- boss, boss baby doesn't like make you shun people that don't watch Boss Baby. I guess so. It is better than Scientology, perhaps. It has some nice bits to it. Uh, well, I'll take your word for it. It's a lot worse than it sounds. I mean, it, <laughs> it's a lot better than it sounds. Mm, bit of a Freudian slip there, Miss Boss Baby I lover. Mean, it's like, you're on Netflix. You got your kid for the day. Like, you've already seen Zootopia, Trolls, this movie as well, which I'd say watch this before you see Boss Baby. And you're like, I don't know what to watch. There's nothing. Or like... <laughs> I saw a Polygon article that was like, Boss Baby, best thing to read on a plane. Or not read, watch. <laughs> watch on a plane. It's like the best movie to watch on a plane. Because you uh, probably don't have that many options. I can see that. It might, might be the, the best bad option. Yeah. It's like, what are to, you, uh, you going to do? Watch like a Fifty Shades movie on a plane? There are children there. There are children on that plane. You do not want them looking over at you on that screen. Well, seeing some sex genes, you do not want that. You want them to look at you watching the baby, and then they'll be like, oh, I want to watch the baby. Well, one person who really does want children to look at his work is the creator of My Life as a Zucchini, Mr. Claude Barris. Yeah. <laughs> this guy, I'm really excited to do what he does next because My Life as a Zucchini is his very first full-length film. Yeah, I saw that he did, like, a short based off of the um, novel. I think there's a novel that this is based off of. It is. I don't know if the short is for the novel. The short he did is called uh, The Genie and the Ravioli. Mm. Yeah, kind of. It's also stop motion. And pretty much 
It came out in 2006. It won a bunch of awards. Um, I mean, I think he's just been like kind of working as a freelance illustrator. And then he put together My Life as a Zucchini. came out at Con. It did very well. And like we said, nominated for an animated Oscar. And uh, so far, this is the guy's first and only movie. So yeah, it's like that's pretty cool. Good job, dude! Like you, you're like straight out, straight off the, straight to the presses. Here's your Oscar or nom, Oscar nom. Exactly. First try, you know, like that's pretty cool. Uh, yeah, definitely. So it came out, and for the English cast, like you said, it's got got some pretty some pretty good voices, some pretty good vocal talent, uh, voicing those characters. But we didn't hear them. We did the. Uh, the the subs instead of dubs as we already mentioned yeah subs not but, but, dubs but it got it got like Nick Offerman plays the uh, the policeman yeah I really wish that I had heard his low soothing voice yes I think that's perfect casting by yeah, the way yeah good job uh, it's got Ellen Page as uh, Colette kind of the 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 girl who is sort of the love interest and uh, is that is that it <laughs> uh, Will Forte and Amy Sedaris. Oh, they're in there too. Yeah. Cool. Uh, Amy Sedaris is like the mean aunt, I think. Right. Which is really fun. Yes, probably a fun a fun role. Yeah. Uh, it's all like you said. My life as zucchini is based off of a novel, a pretty popular one in France. There's actually already been a live action, I think TV miniseries or TV adaptation of it. Okay. Which would be interesting, but I, I can't imagine seeing this story in anything that isn't stop motion. Yeah. <laughs> and being able to get through it at all without like it was just... was like actual sad children. Like if it was <laughs> actual children to human beings, I would have turned into a living tear. Yeah. And just melted away. You're like, no, I cannot. I need them to have... Have family, have, have happiness, yeah, have happy, they get have happy, acceptance. Though. They do. It goes of a happy ending. Yeah, it's like a really sweet film. Absolutely. So, how did you hear about this? Because you're the one who recommended it. Uh, as I said, I keep very close watch to all of the uh, nominated Academy Award movies for um, mm-hmm. animation, and um, yeah, that year was all heavy hitters. Except for one mm. that I hadn't heard of, because I was like, I've seen all of these, but I haven't seen this one, mm. and I didn't really try to see it because I didn't have access to it. Um. Yep. And then I saw it on Netflix, and I was like, I should watch this. Mm. And I looked at the budget, and they didn't make back their budget, which is sad. Yeah, because I really don't recall seeing anything about this movie until you mentioned it. I I knew it not at all. Oh, a mystery. Yeah, I was like, my life's a zucchini. What's that? I want to watch King Arthur, Legend of the uh, yeah. Pumped Up Blockbuster. Oh, and you were like, no, Michael, don't do it. Don't do it. Let's watch this. Kick that grenade away. It's like, I know that you already watched half of it. And then, like, whatever streaming service we use got rid of it. But They mm. killed it to spare me. But <laughs> Yeah, like, just accept this blessing. Mm-hmm. Just accept this, like, beautiful sign. <laughs> from from uh, our Lord, as that's true. <laughs> Sometimes you know God. God's like that joke about the mm-hmm. uh, God sends like a uh, two boats, two lifeboats, and a yeah, and a, and a raft or something. Mm-hmm. God took King Arthur, Legend of the Sword, <laughs> off of Cinemax 
to save you. So he you. could give me, yeah, to save yeah. me and give me my life as a so zucchini instead. Even though it's back now, don't be like, well, let's finish it. <laughs> it's not cost fallacy, you know? Yeah, good point. Don't, I mean, don't I, dip look, in there. I do think there's interesting stuff to talk about King Arthur Legend of the Sword, and I got I got a hot take on it. Okay. As I do with most things. So maybe we'll go back and do yeah. it, but I don't, I don't know. Have this, a hot this was take a much. On a better movie. <laughs> very true, like this one. Yeah. And I was really ashamed of myself that I hadn't heard of it because you're talking to a Franco illustrato fanatic yeah, right here. Yeah, you love it when the French people draw things. Oh, absolutely. You're talking to someone who had the Triplets of Belleville soundtrack uh, in I middle school. I have the Triplets of Belleville soundtrack. Actually, it, I do because my pa- the parents dropped off a bunch of books and they also dropped <laughs> off my old CD case. And uh, let me tell you the contents of the CD case because uh, oh, yeah, let's it hear is it. great. Um, so I have um, Strong Bad Sings. Yes, Home uh, Star Runner. I have Love a that. burned copy of, <laughs> like, I don't know how I, I got this from uh-huh. um, Ameri- American Idiot Classic. Oh, yes. Oh, actually, you know what? Due to some, I was writing a story. So this is mm-hmm. an American Idiot tangent. Okay. I was writing a story that took place in the early 2000s. I decided to re-listen to a little bit of American Idiot. Yeah. And let me tell you, that shit ain't aged good at all. Oh, no. Even even in the Trump era, there's there's some lyrics where it's like, they're like, Zig Heil to the president gas man. <laughs> and you, you could imagine they were like, mm, some cutting commentary because, yeah. you know, Bush is like a, 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 real, like Nazi. a real Nazi. Yeah. We're just supposed to Zig Heil to President Bush. Yeah. And also, like they they drop the the uh, the fag word mm-hmm. like it is going out of style. Yeah, well, and that was early two thousands. That was what do you do? You want to curse at somebody? I guess, and it's all like, no, 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 no. See, it's it's the bad Republicans are calling us that word, so yeah, it's okay if it we back. use it. So it's okay if we use it over and over and uh, over again. <laughs> like, uh, no, I don't think that's how that works. Ooh. Green Day. Ooh, Green uh. Day. Yeah. Let's hope I mean, whatever. Everybody pro- still uh, plays the graduation song. That's the one. That's not. You mean the uh, uh, the time of our time of your life? Yeah, is uh, that not on, on American Idiot? I'm uh, pretty sure it's not. I oh, think okay. that's an earlier well, one. Everybody plays that all the time. Well, that's. Everybody. I don't think there's any offensive homophobic slurs in that one. So. <laughs> well, no, you gotta listen carefully. Oh God. I hope you have the time of your life. I hope you realize that marriage is between a man and a woman only. And gay people should not be able to adopt <laughs> children. <laughs> We're Green uh-huh. Day. It's okay because the Republicans said it in this lyrics of our We're song. We're not singing it. It's Republicans singing it. We're singing it from the point of view of Republicans. Yeah. Which, I'm look, I'm sure that's what they told themselves. And I, I guess that's an acceptable defense, but... Come on. Come on, Green Day from early 2000s. Uh, yeah. Oh, but also the soundtrack but keep, to Chicago. Yeah, keep going. Continue. And the soundtrack oh. to Les Mis. And then Good. three DVDs from uh, seasons like four, I think six, and two of The Simpsons. Mm-hmm. Good, good random sample. There's some great episodes in there, yeah. I think. I think Monorail. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, uh, they're just random. Like, they're, I think that, okay. Itchy, poochy, and scratchy are in there. I went to a Halloween party, and I was like, I'm going to bring all of the Treehouse of Horror episodes. And so I went through oh, uh, that's cool the idea. multiple ones that I had, and then I just never put them back because I'm a bad person. Hmm. And well, now they're mystery in the solved. Case. Yeah. I was always like, why am I missing a few of these? I don't know. 
Yeah. All right. Any other uh, hits uh, from the Wayback Machine? Yeah, I bet. Uh, triplets, triplets of Belleville. Of Belleville. Yeah, yes, great. that's I in mean, there. We saw that in theaters. We saw that. At we did, and I loved the, it so much. I got that soundtrack. Uh, Crest Theater. Yes, in Sacramento. In Sacramento, classic. And I was like, I think I'm gonna draw now. Mm. No, I think I don't know what that made me want to do, but it uh, definitely. Um, I was very into it, and I did play it at one of my sleepovers, and I did freak out my friends. Mm, it's a good one, for sure. I was very young. Um, really loved the um, how the people were, you know, given very unique shapes. and. Yes, great, great animation. Great I'm pretty animation. sure that one still yeah. holds up. That's great. Watch Triple to Belleville. Did that do well at the box office? I hope so. Hmm. So, anyway... You're talking to someone who you know has Triplets of Belleville soundtrack, who's got Black Sad in the original French. Um, I think, did I get that for you when I went to France? You did, yes. Yeah. Got that one downstairs on the coffee table for French speakers who want to look French at... French speakers only. Who want to look at cat, anthropomorphic cat people. Fuck. Yeah, I mean, well, you gotta invite some French friends over. Only if they're furries, too. Yeah. Black Sad. I'm a, I'm a fan of Black Sad. It's, good. it's a good one. So... You think this would be like I, this would be on my radar, but it totally was not. Yeah. And I'm really glad you uh, recommended. I'm really glad that we watched it. Yeah, I'm in that exact same boat. That I'm mm-hmm. glad that I watched it. <laughs> Me too. So I think that kind of wraps up the the prep. The the dis, not describing debt. Pla- we, we 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 planted the charges. Yeah. Now it's time to describe and detonate. All right, so let's describe uh, the style of animation that yes. we get here. So it's gorgeous stop motion. Mm-hmm. And all of the people are very, 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 um, like, Rat. Mm-hmm. they're uh, cart- cartoon-y. Like, they're um, incredibly stylized. That's the word that I'm looking for. That's right. So they're super stylized. Like, there's no, you're never like, oh, they're trying to be people. Like, they have bright red noses and bright red ears and, like, fun looking hair that could be cool colors. But, you know, they're all clearly, like, these are human beings. They're not, like, Mm -hmm. robots or alien people. No Um, alien people to be found. And, like, the world they lived in, they live in is, like, a very bright, like kind of watercolor colored a world like it's a really sweet it's a all everything yes. is um you know primary it's a, colors it's gentle mm-hmm. happy aesthetics it's a cute and colorful world which is very fitting for a movie taking place in the world of children yeah and our, our protagonist has like cute blue hair because you gotta have blue hair Gotta have blue hair. Gotta have blue hair if you're the protag mm-hmm. of any kind of animation. Yes, um, any kind of anime because this is an anime. No, it's, it's not an anime. anime. <laughs> no. Remember that part where a giant skinless giant showed up? That was very weird. Yeah, that was interesting. My life is a titan. Hmm. <laughs> yes. My life is a one punch man. Yeah. So have you seen um? I could go into anime for mm-hmm. days. Uh, well, I'm nearing the end of my anime knowledge, so. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, my so life I is got, an I Evangelion. A, I got a lot of recommendations. 
Um, ah, all right. Well, maybe one of them could be the recommendation for this episode. No, I was like, do not watch Devil Man Cry Baby. All right. <laughs> if you want like a sweet, happy thing, watch it. If you want to see like ultra violence and like insane visuals. Well, I love that. Yeah, uh, you should there watch it. No, it's really good. There is no ultra violence to be found within My Life as oh, a Zucchini, like but there is. There's like the the themes are very dark and very yes. adult. It's it's a very it's a perfect contrast between the beautiful visuals, the cute visuals, and the very very dark subject matter. Yeah, which I think is really good for, like I wouldn't say like a young child should watch this, but if you're no. like if you're reading a young adult novel, you know if you're like that age, I'd say like if you're like ten, if you know the age of the characters in the film, then like yeah, I think that that's appropriate for them. I would say so. Yeah, I would say maybe ten and up. Yeah, the thing is, I like, also it think it looks like a mo- like when if you just see the ad, you'd be like, "This is a movie I can take my like four year old to." No, <laughs> don't <laughs> Definitely do it. Not. The, the movie starts with like this little boy killing his mom by accident. So <laughs> don't yes. don't do it. <laughs> little little zucchini, uh, which is kind of the pet name his mother gives him. Yeah, he's living a very kind of poor existence and like the attic and yeah, just, he's just him. drawing nonstop. yeah he's like very you can see that he's like a creative sweet soul and he's coloring this little kite and he's flying his kite and it's got like a little superhero on it and like a little chicken on the other side and mm-hmm. um he's stacking these beer cans you see like his mother is just tossing beer cans and he kind of like stacks them and whatnot but he seems to be having a good time like he's not upset he's just like yep this is my life i like to fly my kite um and then his uh he spills some beer cans because he was just trying to stack them to feel closer to his mother and she yells at him and uh he closes the um the attic on her and she falls down the stairs and dies uh-huh it's like oh shit and that's how the movie starts Uh-oh. yeah and I, I got to say, okay, so um, I think you've – if we mentioned on this podcast before that I am, I am a teacher. Mm-hmm. So therefore, I am the ultimate authority in children. Yes, you know everything there is to know about a child. Yes, and the education system. and Everyone mm-hmm. must defer to me on all subjects. Yes, obviously. So with my supreme authority, I, I say this movie, it, it gets kids right. Yeah. It's kids – and kids are like in fiction – it's it's very hard to get kids right. Yeah, it's it's a lot of people make them like really smart, so they're basically like adults, or they make them like just like dumb, wondrous, like ooh, what's <laughs> what's a bird? Uh-huh. Teach me. Yeah, just like just totally innocent, uh, you know, waifs who, who Mama, are going to be yes, who are always asking lion? for m- <laughs> Mama and Papa. Mama, can I go outside and collect? flowers for you yes or or they're like you know wes anderson kids where they're just they just little adults yeah which is amusing because of how wrong it is like 80 percent of the time but sometimes kids do sound exactly like adults which is amusing yeah which is why those wes anderson which is why moonrise kingdom lands as much as it does Mm -hmm. well it's like you know he always has adults acting like children and then it's a fun contrast Mm mm-hmm but this one, it gets kids down, like, it gets kids right, right down to the fact that kids have, like, humongo eyes. Yeah. 
<laughs> and like giant noses and big old ears. Yes. Yeah. Humongous eyes. I'm pretty sure it's a defense mechanism. <laughs> We're programmed to think big eye things are cute. It's true. So when kids do all kinds of annoying shit, <laughs> we don't get super upset. Yeah. Because like, they don't know. They're, they're, they haven't lived that long. Yes. Something which every teacher has to keep reminding him or herself. Oof. Yeah. Because, you know, look, I, I, I'm not going to say kids are completely innocent sweethearts. Yeah. Oh, it's like they don't know. I think there's like something where like the part of their brain that like understands like sharing <laughs> And that, like, oh, other yes. people are um, separate from themselves. Big that, problems like, with sharing. Don't exist yet. Like, they haven't, like, developed um, like, Not the ability at all. to see things from another person's point of view. Because it's just, like, takes a while for that to happen. Yes, but on the other hand, you know, they're they're complex. Like, you can, I've, I've seen quite a few examples of kids sharing, kids making the right decision, kids yeah. being very kind and nice to each other. Mm-hmm. Which is always gratifying, and I think because you know I I do, in you know as as, as a teacher I, you know as much as kid, children annoy me, mm-hmm. I I I care. Yeah. And seeing kids that are lonely or upset or sad, just to say the entirety of this movie, <laughs> uh, broke me and oh. made this a very hard watch. Yeah. Well, the thing is, like everyone is very sweet. Hmm. Like. Nobody is, I mean, except for, like, some, like, there's, like, one character that's not very nice to the children, but, like. Yes. And what, you mean the, the aunt or, yeah. uh, or the bullies, uh, Simon? Well, I guess the bully's a little mean in the beginning. Yes. Well, like, we'll, we'll talk yeah. about him, because I, I actually really like what they do Oh, yeah, with I thought it was great. Uh, mm-hmm. It was so good. All of these characters are so sweet, and I just want them to have good, like, uh, they're so precious, precious I know. babies. Um, but before we can meet Simon and the other children at the, um, the home. That mm-hmm. he gets sent to, um, uh, Kugret, Kugret, well, Zucchini, um, he meets this yeah. police officer who's incredibly kind to him. Yes, uh, uh Raymond, I think his name is. And you can see, like, this is maybe, like, the first sign of kindness that he's had in a long time, because, like, you can tell is clearly, like, his mother is, you know, like, a, a drunk and abused him, and this just sweet police officer, like... He, like, asks him about his kite. He's like, oh, my mom said he liked chicks, so I drew a chicken on it. <laughs> and I was like, oh, like, he, you know, his dad left when he was a kid, like, but he still misses his mom, which is, uh, you know, he just wants things to go back to the way they were at first. Which is, That's like, true. so sad. Like, he's just like, I just want to go back with my mom. And, like, the police officer has to explain to him, like, no, she's gone, but... Yeah, not possible. Uh, how do you explain death to a child? And this movie does a really good job of that. Mm-hmm. Like you can't, you can't go back. Um, and him and the policeman, who is this kind of sort of sad sack, middle aged. Uh, later, we learn he's also pretty lonely. Yeah. Uh, strike up a bond. And that's very. It's really sweet. And they take him to this orphanage, and uh, like everyone, you know, he gets like a kiss good night he -hmm. has his own space yeah he gets like a cute little bed yeah and um like some of the kids are nice one kid is not very nice and that's simon and you can tell like he's like the he's gonna be the bully and i thought it was like oh no because everyone's really nice to him of course he's got to have some sort of adversary here uh yes and but like 
immediately like they have a big fight where simon steals his kite and mostly simon just really wants to know like why like what happened to him like tell he was like zucchini you gotta tell me about your past mm-hmm. tell me about your past bro and zucchini's like no f- i don't want to yet um and they have a big <laughs> fight uh after simon steals his kite and then they um like have a sit down and talk about it and uh they bond it's really yeah sweet. their relationship is so sweet <laughs> and this is like and a lot of like you said you know when you see this character you're like oh it's the bully yeah and it's like because no. in a lot of tv shows you know there's a there's a, a nelson Muntz, there's a draco <laughs> malfoy and it's yeah. like oh they're the bully they're always going to be the bully and they're just going to be mean to the main character and that's like that's all they do yeah it's like the guy that's mean to spider-man Yes, they just go home and they're like wedgies, like shoving <laughs> oh, nerds no. in lockers, and like how about an Indian burn all the time? But like, yeah, and we see <laughs> they're like... totally one-dimensional <laughs> evil mm-hmm. children. Yeah, I was like, this, this, this child—he's got issues too. Like, he sees like his parents both have are like in trouble with the with like drugs, so they can't take care of him. Yeah, and he has like a big scar on his head, and you're like, oh man. Ooh. Yeah. And this is also because you know when, when you're when you're a teacher you you know you've been you've been trained by movies to be like oh this kid is a bully yeah there's no they have no redeeming qualities or so you think but it, and like or like or these kids like this kid is picking on this other kid they hate each other yeah got to keep them separated all the time but then you're like oh wait a minute the very next second they're playing together and they're best friends <laughs> because so like the happens. yeah it's it's very rare that there's a one sided kid who was just being mean to another kid yeah it's always like like, maybe something's happening that you need to know about i mean i guess but it's usually like they got annoyed or the Mm -hmm. other kid did something to upset them and both 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 parties bear some responsibility to some extent it's like well you hit me well you took my ball yes it's it's usually something like that and the very next second after some apologies are forced from uh maybe some some lips that are a little reluctant. They are total best friends all over again. Hmm. As it was here, like these kids, they start out disliking each other and fighting, and then the next scene, they're best friends, which yeah. is how it is for actual kids, too. And, um, yeah, I mean, he gets to meet, like, he sees, like, the backstories of all the other kids, and they're all so sad. <laughs> yeah, there's, like, there's there's definitely some, I mean, they they've all have, there was like yeah, one girl who was yeah, pretty abused parents, horribly, you think. Um, or like there's like another girl who's like her parents were deported and every time the bell rings, she's like, Mom Yeah, she comes out yeah, to see so if they're there. Like, oh. There's a kid whose parents were robbers who were uh like arrested. Yeah. Uh and there's one girl who has like hair covering an eye permanently, who kind of is like always sort of, or she she like taps as her kind of uh, quirk yeah, she it's has. Yeah, like, so like her father like abused her. Yeah, so they they they've oh, all. Geez. I know they've all got trauma, and it's it's yeah. very. I mean, it's it's through kids' eyes, so they don't they can't understand the yeah. full extent of it. But as an adult, you you easily pick up what's mm-hmm. going on. But like they all bond, and like we learn, like you know, he goes to a school, and he likes his. He has like a really nice teacher, who's mm-hmm. dating like the. Um, the woman, yeah, kind of the the aide, I think, that works there, and like Mm -hmm. they they have like a really nice bond, and um, then a new girl arrives, 
Oh. And her name is Camille, and little little zucchini gets a crush on her. Ah. Uh, oh, I think I called her Colette earlier. Who I think it might be another character. Oh, maybe. Uh oh. <laughs> all, all, all these fr- all these French names. <laughs> I know Pepe Le Pew's every last yeah. one of them. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's um you know and you see. Uh, they like bond and whatnot, and like at first she's like running away from her aunt, um, who's like pretty pretty mean and abusive, uh, mm-hmm. who just kind of wants the custody money, and they like hide yeah. in the closet together and become friends, and then they go to the snow. Yeah, the the school or the orphanage takes like a a, a field trip to kind of spend uh, a night over in in like a ski lodge. Yeah, and it's, it's it's just like a really sweet, fun time for all the children. Um, mm-hmm. And like, um, they bond is and it, whatnot. Mm-hmm. The, the, the snow animation's really lovely. Yes, there's like a cool dance party that they do. Yeah, they have a little party, and it's just like, it's, you see so much love and care uh, went into this. Uh, like, it's really, it's really, really sweet. Mm-hmm. Cool dance moves too. Yeah, very cute. Um, you know, or or the kind of the kind of dance moves that that kids do. <laughs> yeah. That's very nice. very accurate to children's <laughs> dancing. <laughs> yeah, and um, Camille and Zucchini like they go chat, they chat and whatnot, and then they bring back snow, and they all have a snowball fight, and it's mm-hmm. kind of in the in really their bunks yeah. in the sort of uh, hotel or ski lodge where they're staying at. Yeah. Uh, but then they go, they go back, and um, mm-hmm. the police officer comes by. And, yes. And at that same time, um, the aunt has come back, and she wants to take, she wants to take Camille away, and so um, Camille hides in the truck with the police officer, and they have a little family outing. Yes. And I was kind of like, oh god, this really my heart. <laughs> I know the the police officer oh, has been yeah. he's been coming back. I think there's a few other scenes when he kind of yeah. visits to uh, to check in with Zucchini because uh, they've you know they've they've bonded mm-hmm. and the other orphans like they're like fuck the police. Oh yeah, they throw like water balloons on him and he's like, sorry, yes. I'm a policeman. Yeah, it's it's also very cute. <laughs> yeah, and he's just like Marr! like he just gets kind of like he just was like mm, when they throw water on him, he doesn't like get mad or yell. He's, um, he just gets a little grumpy. It's <laughs> like continue yeah. to do it. He's a great like. That's why I think Nick Offerman is the perfect yeah. voice for him because he's like you know this he's rough but sweet soul. Absolutely. That's very good. Um, so they go to in like an amusement park. Mm-hmm. And, and they, they have a they have a great day together. My my favorite part of this was they go they go through this uh this fun house or like dark ride mm-hmm. and all this this like neon monsters and nonsense are just coming out and hurling themselves at the uh at the car. It looks it looks yeah. beautiful yeah, too. Yeah, the, the animation uh, I should I mean just without saying like stop motion is always like excellent and when it's done well and this is it's done really well. Um everything is like super super duper stylized and really beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um it- and zucchini during this this funhouse thing zucchini and uh colette are just you know are enjoying it and the police officer just like oh good <laughs> well all this neon nonsense is just th- being shoved in his face yeah. which is very much how uh, an adult feels i think mm-hmm. going on some of these these rides like we went to 
Universal Studios on the Harry Potter ride. Mm-hmm. And I definitely enjoyed it, but there are parts where I was like, oh, God, what are they shoving at me now? A Dementor, ugh. I was like, oh, no, let's go next to my face. Yeah. A dragon, ugh, God. A, fu- a fucking Quidditch like, game, really? Put water on me again. Ugh. Why did I subject myself to this? <laughs> like, I had a good time, and I really enjoyed that Harry Potter ride, but mm-hmm. I definitely think the cantankerous old man inside of me was like, Oh, God. More of just crap they're throwing at yeah. me. Make it, what will this end? And uh, they did a great job showing that in this uh, in this sequence. Yeah. That's very good. <laughs> yeah, they do. It's just a very good job of, like, you know, they don't even need language. They have good good visual cues, mm-hmm. which is good what expressions. you look for in animation. Um, and you also realize, when they go to his house, there's a picture yeah, of his, like, his son. His son is away. Yeah, he's like kind of an estranged, or I guess divorced. So yeah. he's really going to see his 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 son as much as he wants and to. It's like, oh, everybody needs a family. Oh, yeah, cry, I cry, know. Cry. Very much tears when that was happening. Yeah, just like the sad old man just wants to have. He sees like this poor boy that's like been through so much, and he just want like them to find each other. Mm-hmm. Found families. Love that. Yeah. Well, gotta, gotta love some found family tropes. Um, always good. Always so good. Uh, but what's not good is when your evil aunt comes to take you away, which no. is what happens, and it's so sad. And I was just like, oh, no, this is because I was like, where's the conflict in this movie? Yeah. Uh, but I guess it's it's sort of from the aunt. Yeah. There isn't, like, a villain. The aunt's the, the main villain. Like, I mean, it's just, like, life, I guess. Yeah, which I also really liked. I think yeah. if a more, you know, Hollywood, uh, I guess if, you know, you, you get some of your cigar-chomping Hollywood script doctors would be like, where's the conflict? Ain't this kid got to fight some vampires or something? Yeah, what's he got to do to grow? Isn't he the chosen? Shouldn't he be the chosen, the one? chosen one? Look at his hair. The legend. Shouldn't there legend be some, I don't know. Boy. Legends foretell there's going to be a blue-haired boy who will, I don't know... Save the world. From the pirates of Neverland. (laughs) Yeah, let's make him the chosen. Yeah, he's just a little boy. (laughs) Yes, and this is very very much... They just let a little boy be a little boy. Absolutely. And And this this is just, you know... an orphan, but it's not an evil orphanage, which is like, you know, normally you see orphanages and you're like, oh, shit, it's going to be the nightmare. I was so ready to be like... How is he gonna fight adversity in this evil orphanage? But no, <laughs> the Kenzie in hell. Yeah, but no, you get kisses every night, and you make friends, and everyone really cares about you, and you find a community. Mm-hmm. There's no. This is not do the boys school. <laughs> yeah. There's there's no major bumble asking you d- or denying you more, sir. Yeah, you can take all the porridge you want, or the little French fries that they eat that are very cute. I would really wanted some French fries. Oh they, yeah, they like, only eat French fries. Mm-hmm. Very, very good. I guess it's a French movie, so. <laughs> so they must have French <laughs> must fries. Have French fries, right? Isn't that, isn't that what those are? Some I know. Pom- well, palm frites. Yes, Luc Besson is always just snacking on some French fries, yeah. throwing them at the, throwing them on the camera. Mm, it's true. Valerian in the City of a Thousand Planets, more like Valerian in the Thousand French Fries. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. Yeah. Um, but so, like, there isn't 
that much con- which I, I really like because it's a it's a coming of age story. Yeah, and you don't really need those. Like, what's the conflict in um, Boyhood? That he's grown up. Yeah, well, Boyhood sucks. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Hot take on hot take on hot Boyhood. Take on it should have had a conflict because that movie was boring as shit. Oh, I like. Oh. Look, I, guess I only had... saw it once, then I was like, well, I guess I'm over it. Never, yeah, I, never I, I saw it again. once, and I, I get the idea that it was like, oh, it took 12 years to film. What a titanic task of, what an epic of cinema. Mm-hmm. It was basically like every few years, uh, Ethan Hawke and some other actors went over to this kid, shot a few days of footage, and then just went on with their lives. <laughs> and they just, you know, add that up a little bit, and then uh, they edit it all together and everyone's like oh it's an epic of cinema like it captures real life like you know what else ca- look okay if boyhood's supposed to be real life how come nobody goes to the bathroom in it <laughs> <laughs> and the answer is because real life's like pretty boring <laughs> if it's not stylized if it's yeah. just laid out year after stories. year yeah we watch stories because there's actual stories with characters we care about and a sort of overall points mm-hmm and I, I guess Boyhood's point is like there's that that thing at the end where some some girl is like, maybe instead of living for the moment, you should moam for the live. <laughs> is that what and she, she's like, oh shit. She says something. She's like, maybe instead of getting lost in the moment, you should have a moment of getting lost. <laughs> I, I mean, I can't remember what it was, but I like the the meaning. Instead of <laughs> yourself, you find. Yes, the the meaning of whatever weird reverse fortune cookie wisdom she spouted was like hey this is life everyday life is beautiful or bad but it's just life yeah, but like everyday know? life people say dumb shit and try yes. to be like deep that's realistic, true especially like early college people which i think i know like, i don't i don't need everyday relatable. life in my movies i i lived it yeah i'm a boy i'm in the hood <laughs> <laughs> no, that's no. Boys in the Hood, yeah, which Boys is a great movie. Different than Boyhood. Yes. I would love someone to. Uh, is, did someone make a Boys in the Hood Boyhood crossover? Oh, I guarantee it, because Boys in the Hood, Boys in the Hood, is actually a coming of age story yeah. that makes sense and is the most dramatic parts of a boy's life. Mm-hmm. Um, though, I mean, also that movie's been described as being kind of mawkish and melodramatic, which maybe it is. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, Boyhood could use a little melodrama, perhaps, too. Uh, I don't know. Anyway, why I think I like this one a lot more than Boyhood was because the characters are more endearing. They they face much more adversity. It's shorter. It's one yeah, hour. Yeah, I know. I'm like, thank God. <laughs> and it's, it's having, you know, c- characters you care about, finding themselves, making friends, overcoming trouble, and... I was emotionally affected the entirety through. In Boyhood, I was like, I want to go to sleep. <laughs> Man, the part when the kid's like, boyhood. I know, the part when the kid's like, Dad, when they're about to, he's about to sleep and he's like, are, are elves whales? real? He's like, are whales real? And the dad's like, no, whale. but elves aren't real, but whales are real. And I was like, man, they're so lucky they're about to go to sleep. I wish I could go to sleep. <laughs> That's like the beginning of the movie. Yes, it was boring from the so beginning on. Oof. Well. Oh God, Ethan, look, Ethan Hawke is 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 great and is good yeah, in Boyhood, but and I'm sure the kids are the kids good in it too. Mm-hmm. Everybody's good in it. It's just, you know, I I, I think it's it's the Jurassic Park. Uh, they were so busy caught up in thinking they could, they didn't stop to think if they should. Well, they now we know no no one's ever gonna make a Boyhood again. Oh, they should not. 
Yeah, you notice how no one talks about boyhood anymore? That Titanic yeah. cinema achievement was gone. <laughs> it's totally forgotten. Man, you really hated boyhood. Yeah. <laughs> this is like... All right. Let's stop talking about boyhood and move on. Yeah. I didn't hate it that much. I I, I didn't hate I, it. I was just bored shitless by yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> there were a lot of parts where I was like, that's relatable. I too went to a Harry Potter premiere thing. Yeah. But like, I don't I need a movie went of that. To college. I it. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> I went to college. I lived that life. Mm-hmm. I was the boy. I had the hood. And whereas Zucchini, I have not, you know, we have not lived that life. I've never but... been a charming stop motion boy who's just trying to make it after losing his... Um, mother, you know. Mm-hmm. But we are empathetic, yeah. sympathetic people, and we care about him, we which is why it love. works. Because he's got big eyes and he looks sad. He's got. Mm-hmm. He's, he's, he's endearing. A, he's a sweet, sweet boy. I mean, must be protected at all costs. Um, just like Camille, sweet, sweet girl, and they try to protect her. So what they do is mm-hmm. they give. Um... Oh, also, like a really sweet thing that he does is like he he kept one of the beer cans from his mom, which is like, oh, honey. <laughs> Oh, oh no. it's oh. only memento of her. Yeah, that's like Jesus. That's sad, and he like reuses it to make a little boat for Camille. I know, very oh, sweet. That's so sweet. And then um, but there's so, a secret uh, in yeah, there. Simon um does like a really sweet, cool thing, and he hides a MP3 player that his parents sent him in her little boat, so she's able to record her aunt when she insults her. Which mm. is pretty cool. It's like nice always. I love it when people utilize recording software for their so, scenes. So are you a big fan of Batman Returns when that's what Batman does to stop the penguin? Oh, is that what Batman does to stop the penguin? Oh, have you not have you not seen I or has it's been a while just, since it's you been saw a while. Is that really how it how it goes? Oh, it's oh, that he yeah, he he finds some way to record the penguin being like I played this city like oh, a yeah, heart from I heard, hell. I that he runs for like mayor. He runs for mayor. Governor. Mm, okay. Yes, like, that movie's insane. But like, who would ever like Danny DeVito as mayor? And Batman, he plays with everybody, and he, he even does like a little DJ record scratch on it. <laughs> yeah. Man, great uh, movies. And because of that the penguin loses. Mm. Yeah, but you know what? You know what? Jenny really recorded Trump saying stuff that was bad. Yes, and, maybe like, some horrible things about women. Yeah, and then like you know, you know, places you can grab them and do things mm-hmm. without permission and play that. Oh, uh, if only. Hmm. Maybe nobody. Maybe it wasn't Batman doing it. So that's why. Yeah, it wasn't Batman. If only Batman had been like, listen up. <laughs> this guy's horrible. Listen, Don't vote for him. Bad. Do not vote. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. You guys used to paint. Obama is the is the Joker. Let me tell you. Let me tell you here. Here's the penguin. Some men just want to watch the world burn, and it's the penguin yeah. who is running for president. <laughs> penguins, penguin for president. I mean, like, who do you think would be a better president, Bill? Trump or the penguin? Uh, because the penguin at least has an aesthetic that's better than Trump's. Yeah, it's kind of like a German expressionist thing. Yeah, it's like pretty cool. Like he's got like a fun like swan boat. I know, as He's opposed to Trump's, like, drench everything in gold, and yeah, that's his aesthetic. Like make it bad. Got really gaudy. Uh, and, okay, and, and, and here's the most easily set up Trump-Penguin political hack joke you can mm-hmm. make. One's got a crew of crazy, stupid clowns working for him, and the other lives with a bunch of penguins. 
yeah. Except like the people that work for the penguin, like they stick around, you know, so I'm not getting fired. Yeah. Well, actually, he just killed that one clown who's like, uh, boss, isn't killing all the kids a little dark? <laughs> yeah, true. Which I'm sure is yeah, what happened to, to McMaster. <laughs> or not Mc, um Who's the one who was fired when he was on the toilet? Oh. The Secretary of State. I mean, I'm sure by the time yeah. this comes out, there'll have been like five like another, other another secretaries of state. <laughs> so Till- Rex Tillerson. Yeah, just a cl- classic. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I bet Rex Tillerson was like, uh, deporting DACA kids, isn't that a little dark? He was like, meh. <laughs> You're fired You're while fired. on the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> Sewer yep. birds. Yeah, that will get you. Meet my new secretary of state, a despotic evil clown. So he's like George. <laughs> well, I, I mean, yes, but yeah. I think also Pompeo is kind of like that. Oh, yeah. yeah. John Bolton, definitely. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That, that guy's like, a psychotic clown who's man, like. we're getting so political in this episode. Who's like, let's have a war with North Korea and Iran at the same time. They'll never expect never, it. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Very political. Yeah. And, and uh, zucchini is not a exactly not, a political it's movie. It's not political at all. It's very sweet. Well, I mean, but in some respects, in the way that everything is political, it is because it's yeah. on the side of the downtrodden. It's on the it's side true. of the outcasts. Yeah. So. You know, like you should get to not get to know your bullies, but like talk to people. It's it's on the Help side children. of the kids. Yes, it's it's on the side of the kids who like will be harmed when things that when social programs are cut. Yeah, you gotta help these kids because they need the funding, and they have good funding. Mm-hmm. They have a good school. It seems like they have a good time. Um, yeah. And uh, in the end, uh, the police officer is like, "I would like to foster you two children." Yes, he decides to adopt Zucchini and Colette. Which is like, oh, it's so sweet. And Simon's a little mad because he's like, nobody wants to adopt me. Yeah, I this this part with Simon. It's so bad. I was like, I know. I I I thought the earlier parts of the movie had broken me. (laughs) This part, like whatever was left, Mm -hmm. just wrung it out. Yeah. Because first Simon is upset and he goes listen to heavy metal music and. Zucchini tries to kind of make nice, and he won't have it. And Zucchini's like, no, okay, I, I won't go if that's what you want. And then Simon gives him this whole speech about how, you know, like look. You have to go. Like, nobody's going to adopt children our age. And it's like, oh. I know. He's like, you have to get out. We're, yeah. there's, no, there's no hope for me. You, you and Colette need to do know, it. That's so sad. He just wants so, his friends to be happy. Like in the end, like he, you know, he aided Camille with her yeah. recording, and he's he's the one who sent over the the recorder yeah. for her. Like he, they, they tried, you know. Mm-hmm. Because he's really the one who looks out for the. You realize, like, he seemed to be sort of the bully, but he's really the one who kind of looks out, especially for the for the younger kids. Yeah. And in the last scene, like after they they leave the gate. He, he kind of makes up a game for the little kids to, like, to, to chase them. And then you see him kind of, like, closing the gate and sort of sighing and then kind of indulging in his sadness for a moment before putting on this, uh... Like the happy this mask happy, of, like, yeah, yeah the happy play. mask. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. It's, it's beautiful. It's like, you it's know, very... yeah, it's like, you know, like, he's got all this anger because he has to, like, keep it... Keep it together. Yeah, he's got to keep it together for the for the younger for the little kids. kids and, you know, he's like the, mm-hmm. he's like I'm the boss around here, but you know, he he really just wants to be loved and to have Aww. a home. 
Uh, but they all take a really, they take a bunch of pictures at the end. Mm-hmm. And um, the police officer's like, you should, you know, write letters to the to the kids at the orphanage and everybody loves you and you're loved. Mm-hmm. And it's very sweet and it just ends with like, he replaced his superhero kite who like was supposed to be i think his dad with a mm-hmm. picture of all the kids so it's like they're Aww. always with him and then the movie ends and you're like fuck that was only an hour i'm so sad i know but so happy too because yeah, like you said they found love they found a family. it's a happy ending it's a sweet yeah found family film and that is the end of my life as a zucchini it's a good one so this is a bit tricky because Usually there's like some some gaping problem. Yeah, I love like this it's, movie. <laughs> yeah, like it's not gay enough or something. Yeah, this could have this could have <laughs> been more gay. I was listening to some of our earlier podcasts. It's very interesting how many times we're like, make it gay. I mean, <laughs> That's that the wire we cut. Is that, is that my criticism for most things though? Like, I think so. Mm, I mean, it's so an easy is there? To, yeah, yeah. So like, is there a wire you would cut for this? Is there any changes yeah. you would make? I mean, I wouldn't change anything in the actual film. Yeah, me neither. Uh, I would change maybe the publicity because, as you said, you heard nothing about it. I know. Uh, so, like, you know, cl- clearly it had, you know, they got like a good American voice actors for this. Like, I don't know, mm-hmm. like, where it played, if it played at all, or if this is just it wasn't ma- meant to make money. It's just like you know, an art film. Yeah, art. and you just like put it on film. Maybe it was like only in film festivals. Yeah. It's like that's its purpose and like, you know, and to be on um, Netflix now for people to watch. That's right. And like on Netflix, you might – I mean it will – I'm sure if you watch interesting artistic maybe kids stuff, it will pop up. But you'll be like, Zucchini? What's that? What are these weird round people? No, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Stop recommending it to me. Get out of my queue. <laughs> Get out of my queue, Zucchinis. I don't want to – I don't care about vegetables and gourds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't care about mm. vegetables. They're the uh, least tasty things to eat. Yeah, I mean, I'd say, like, definitely don't show this to a child that's, like, really young because there's some, like, sex stuff. Yeah, they, they wouldn't get stuff, it either. They, they would be like, gonna... where's the action? It's just it's too, yeah, a little too slow it's moving It's just really for slow too. and sweet. It's very colorful, though. So maybe, mm-hmm. like, a baby could watch it and be like, colors. Sure. Oh la la. You know they might Sh- like the colors, but show show hor- show dark movies with dark themes to babies. That's Jenny's <laughs> advice. It's not. I think that's fine. Like they don't know. show babies movies with lots of colors, like Apocalypse Now. <laughs> Some sure great colors in that one. Seen Apocalypse Sh- Now. Show a baby 120 days of Sodom, says Jenny, because there's <laughs> colors in it. Well, they won't know. They can't. <laughs> Any color it. movie is okay for a baby. Put a bunch of babies. Have them watch Antichrist. <laughs> They'll love it. I don't know if they would get it. I don't think their brains would understand Look, it. all I'm saying is don't show babies, like, horrible, <laughs> violent movies. That's yeah. all I'm saying. Okay, but I'm saying they could, a baby could watch this. They I suppose. Baby colors. And if you're, like, a, you know, if you have, like, another child that's, like, 10 and you have a baby, uh, you can watch it with them. Yeah, you have a whole, a whole audience right there. Yeah. Um, but also, if you're an adult, you should watch this. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, I mean, it has like very adult themes. Like, I don't think it's a, it's not a purely a children's film. Yes. Yeah, I'm, I'm the same way. I would just change, you know, make it 
get us some bigger markets because this one definitely deserves a uh, wider exposure. Yeah, I'm glad it's on Netflix. Um, and it's also like only an hour. So if you're like, oh man, I really want to watch uh, an episode of a television show. I don't want to watch a whole movie. Ugh. And then you're going to watch a television show that's an hour long. Listen, brah, I know you want to watch Westworld or Game of Thrones or whatever, but you could watch this movie instead for like the same amount of time. But Jenny, I got to watch The Defenders. There's 200 episodes of it. <laughs> and I want to see what how they conf- how Luke Cage and Jessica Jones get confused and fight have a hallway no, fight down a hallway don't do it don't do it i know that maybe the cinematography is interesting but just just, just only watch jessica jones and luke cage and maybe the Jenny, first season of daredevil don't get watch this anything else. get this that marvel hero he fights down a hallway <laughs> it's a one unbroken take of hallway action okay it was fun when they did it in the first season of daredevil uh okay, it was less wait, fun wait about... when it continuously happened in every single one of the marvel um, Jenny, this time, this time there's a stair in it. He goes down some <laughs> stairs. It's one take. Yeah. Jenny, this time Luke Cage goes through a door. A door is involved. <laughs> one take, and the Wu Tang Clan's playing. <laughs> yep. Look, yeah, I mean, I no, I I enjoy all those Netflix original whatevers, um, the Marvel ones. But yeah, I finally finished um, Jessica Jones season two. Yeah, I still, I'm still gonna watch it, but also like, yeah, they're all they're all like 13 hours long, and, and you're like, oh, geez, I'm gonna be emotionally drained. Like this, yeah, will, this will just make like, you a little sad, but well, very sad. Yeah, but in a good way. You'll feel you'll beautiful. feel good on the inside. You'll be like a movie. Yes, you'll be. I definitely think I would rather watch this than like one tenth of some <laughs> Marvel Netflix thing where there's yeah. a hallway fight. Mm-hmm. There are no hallways in this film. Jenny, this time the Punisher does it, and they're playing some sad country song. <laughs> I didn't even watch. It. I didn't even watch it. Uh, uh, the Punisher one, it's it's okay. Like, I mean, I'm I'm a fan of the Punisher. Yeah. Um, but like, it's also too long, and there's some boring stuff, and mm-hmm. some parts are good, but some parts are not so great. So you're okay. you're fine skipping it. But if you, but you're also fine watching it. It's definitely that you know middle of the road kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. Unlike this, because I think it's time for a uh, dud or dynamite. Would you recommend I mean, my life as a zucchini? We loved it. We both loved it. I have 10, yes. 10 out of 10 recommending to all of my Hi- friends. Would highly recommend. Yeah, please give this movie a watch. It's really good. I think so. It, ne- really it needs unique. more love, which is hard to say for a movie that got nominated for an Oscar. Yeah. Well, it didn't win. It but did I mean, not like, win. What could beat Zootopia? Am I right? Yeah. I, I'm, I'm also like... Well, I mean, you you say that, but Zootopia, I I enjoyed it. It was it was all very entertaining. I laughed a lot, learned a lot. It didn't make you feel the way this movie made you feel. But no, it did not. It did not emotionally affect me. Yeah, I appreciate it as like it's a cool mystery. It's got a good social message. It's exciting. It's beautiful. Um, it's an entertaining, innovative world. But it's ultimately like you know, it's it's a it's an airport novel, like a really a really good one. Mm-hmm. But it's not like a a great work of art. Yeah, like this, this is one definitely was. this is art. Like, yes, I would up, I would straight up like this is this is an art movie. Which is not to say it's dry or boring because I yeah. I laughed I cracked up you know continuously like at the antics of these kids. Yeah, because yeah. they are like like kids are they are very funny. Yeah. There's that. There's the whole humor of like you know kids just saying weird crazy things and mm-hmm. doing crazy stuff 
Yeah, they like to pretend to be Cro-Magnons. Yeah, and go Unka Bunga. Yeah, it's very cute. Mm-hmm. Sweet children. Which even, even me as a jaded teacher who routinely has, you know, kids writing wacky stories about chickens and had, like, a kid today say that we should let the kindergartners play Dungeons and Dragons so that – and I said, like, no, it's a little too violent for them. He's like, they need to be prepared so then when they're older they can fight vampires. <laughs> What? Yes, he was like, we gotta toughen them up now because when they're adults, they're gonna be fighting vampires. Did he? Does he think that he's gonna be fighting vampires when he's? I an guess adult? he's or nine like... years old and very crazy. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yes, a, a great student too. I'm a, I'm a big yeah. fan of his. Let, yeah. Um, but also, he's fighting the vampire. That that is capitalism. It's to... possible. That is having a be an adult because it sucks away your life. Sucks away your dreams, and man. Teach those kindergartners. Young. Yeah, zig high out to the president, gas man. <laughs> am I right? Yeah. Uh, um. Anyway, even someone who sees that on a daily basis, I was very amused and entertained and laughed a lot at this movie because mm-hmm. it nails that kind of you know that that exuberant, enthusiastic, silly humor that that kids can can have. Yeah. So, yes, I, I would say I liked it. You know, I would say this would be the one that should should have taken home that little gold man instead of Zootopia. Hmm. As much as I enjoyed Zootopia. Yeah. Which I also think is like, is a masterpiece and loved all the way through. I, this one, it, it did not emotionally affect me like this one did. Mm-hmm. So. What are your recommendations? Yes. What movie would we recommend to watch? To, uh, similar to, yeah, but distinct like from what my life's a zucchini. To, you were like, I really enjoyed this. What other thing do I want to watch that I also enjoy? Well, I got one that I, I thought about doing some other Franco-European thing, mm-hmm. and I was like, a town called Panic, maybe. But like, it's, it's a very different tone. Yeah. Even though it's also stop motion, it's also European. The tone is totally different. So, not that one. Instead. I'm going with a movie that may seem totally different and has kind of a different tone, but sort of the vibe of a kid or maybe young adult who was sent to some place that you think is kind of be rough and bad for them, but then at the end you sort of realize is actually the best place for them. Like Hogwarts. And yes, like Hogwarts or a group home for developmentally disabled adults uh, in the case of this movie. And it's emotionally affecting, of course. Mm-hmm. which is a movie called Good Time. Have you seen this one? I have not. What is this movie? It came out uh, last year. It's directed by the Safdie brothers, and it's got stars Robert Pattinson. He's a kind of New York uh, sort of scummy guy who's got a brother, played by one of the directors, mm-hmm. who is developmentally disabled. And he gets his brother involved in a bank robbery, Ooh. He's his brother gets arrested. He does not, and he realizes his brother's going to be torn to pieces in the penal system. So he has like one night to get the bail money, and it follows Robert Pattinson kind of making his way through through New York, just lying, cheating, doing whatever he can to get it to either bust his brother out or get the money for bail. And while it does, you know, stick with him, and it's kind of a different movie because it's very much like he's just got to keep on thinking on his feet, 
using people, abusing people, trying to get to the the score to get his brother out. You also get to see a lot of his brother, and at the end, you realize that, like, I mean, spoiler alert for good time, I guess, but you realize that uh, he's actually, Robert Pattinson is a pretty horrible guy, <laughs> and his brother is better off without him in a group yeah. home. Oh. And how they, they kind of do that at the end of the last scene, then as the credits go, mm-hmm. it just washed over me and had me reduced to tears Aww. in the same way that my life's a zucchini did. So mm-hmm. by like combining that that pulse pounded intensity in the earlier parts, uh with that emotional with the emotional stakes to it, I gotta say that Good Time is also a super masterpiece. And oh. it's on Amazon streaming streaming. You should check it out. Robert Pattinson is really good in it. Uh, good all around. Oh, very good. Yep, so that's good time. What do you have to recommend? So I was split between... I have two recommendations, but like, cause I couldn't figure out which one I thought would be better. Mm, um, okay. So one of them, I was like, okay, what uh, is like some of the sweetest content that I've ever seen that involves like a found family and a bully who you think is going to be the mean bully the whole time, but they're really like... You learn about them, and they end up becoming, mm. like, one of the main characters. Harry Potter. And it's Harry Potter. No, very similar. <laughs> it is Little Witch Academia. Is What? Um, <laughs> is this an anime, Jenny? It is an, it is an anime, and it is on ah, Netflix. And it's so all right. good. It's so sweet. It's, like, the sweetest um, little Akko. She tries so hard. Uh, <laughs> all the characters are incredibly endearing. Uh, it's just, like, pure beautiful joy the animation is really really gorgeous um i think there are two seasons but like it ends up getting pretty like intense at the end um like you find that one character who like was idolized ends up have have being have done like something very very wrong you mean like a gilderoy lockhart no but like she's (laughs) like everyone like their intentions are all very very good hmm sort of like Sort of like James Potter. <laughs> I'm just gonna keep on doing this okay. with Harry Potter stuff. <laughs> kind of like a Ramus Lupin. Potter, but like, there's it's uh it's really sweet. It's a very good show. I would recommend it to everybody. It was so good. I think, but mm. a lot of people have seen it. Um, Sounds cool. Uh, it's very good. And then another thing, I just I saw Paddington too. Oh. Um. And that also has, like, a found family aesthetic. Um, has a really, really strong aesthetics. Visual, like, it's visually, like, a very beautiful film. I mean, it was directed by the same guy that did Mighty Boosh. So oh, cool. So he might be like, oh, yeah, Mighty Boosh, that was very aesthetically strong. Um, like, yeah, very old Greg. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Old Greg. Mm-hmm. My, my boot. Uh, God, that was, like... Um... And Paddington 2 has a very sweet message about, like, you know, you just got to be nice. And, Aww. like, there there is a lot of conflict in Paddington 2, though. And there also, so, there's a lot of conflict in um, My Hair Academia. Or no. Little Witch Little Academia. Witch Academia. Yeah. My Hair Academia is also really good. <laughs> that one's <laughs> oh, a man. superhero school. That one also has found families. And that one also has a bully character. But the bu- And you learn about him. And, uh... Everybody, they're all so sweet, and I love all of them so much. Ah, sounds good. Two, two great recommendations. Good, good sweet anime children. They just try so yes. hard. 
Tracy. Uh, good time, I would say Robert Pattinson tries really hard, but he's a horrible person. He's not a good anime boy. <laughs> no, he's a bad, bad man mm, in that okay. movie. <laughs> well, it's a good thing his brother doesn't have him at the end. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Uh, so what are we watching next? What's next? King Arthur, Legend of the no. Sword. We're not doing that. <laughs> Extended edition. It's five hours long. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Gotta watch. Jenny, it's how Guy Ritchie intended it. This time oh. there's twice as much Cockney slang. No. <laughs> no, I actually really like the Cockney slang in King Arthur. It's oh, one, okay, it was one, so the one of, good thing, the one redeeming quality that it has. Yeah, I mean, there's well, there's a few others, but yes. It's like there's like two good redeeming qualities, and one of them is the is kind of the Cockney the slang. The fun Cockney slang. Great. Yeah. No, what we're actually watching has no Cockney slang. Instead, it's got the aristocratic tones of a android played by Michael Fassbender. And that movie is called Alien Covenant. Cool. So I've seen Alien. I've Have seen you seen Aliens? Mm-hmm. Have you seen any of the other Alien nope. movies? Ah, well. <laughs> Just those two. Have you seen Prometheus? Nope. Ooh, Okay. This one, it is a direct sequel to Prometheus, pretty much. Great. Will I be confused? No. And Great. probably don't see Prometheus. <laughs> it, well, actually, if, if you're in the mood for a kind of loopy space mess em up that really doesn't go anywhere and is has some cool visuals but is overall not that great, I am never in Prometheus. the mood for that. <laughs> Good. Then don't watch Prometheus. Great. I will not. But I will watch that other movie because we have to do it for the podcast. Well, I think you will actually enjoy it. Oh, okay. Because cool. unlike Prometheus, I ended up kind of liking Alien Covenant and thinking it was pretty good. Oh. Well, it almost we know it your almost take on it. redeemed Prometheus. Yes, now you don't have to watch now it. You don't have to watch. Yeah, I guess we know. It's a it's a it's a, a, a dynamite. Yes. Well, you'll see. Okay. Anyway, but you sh- you should watch it because I think you'll enjoy it and if you like those wacky aliens and I know you do. It's true. Because you're always like, Michael, chestbursters. I yeah, love Yeah, it's true. Sometimes I, I, I just I think about it. I'm like, what, what if? That'd be great. I know. You're always like, um, get away from her, you bitch. And mm-hmm. being like, you always were an asshole, Michael, to me. Whenever we're in a, a air vent. Yeah, and I kick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what happens when us two hardcore alien fans... Mm-hmm. <laughs> Watch Alien Covenant. Yes. In our next episode, you'll have to listen to find out. Just take a look. Let's take a look. Take a listen. Uh, if in the meantime, why don't you give us a review on the internet? You can review us on iTunes. You can why not? Just, just just go to Google and start typing. <laughs> I love Bomb Brigade. Just type it's a great a podcast. Bunch of times to see what just review, happens. Review that in the Google search bar. If you are a sponsor, contact us and give us sure. money somehow. Um, maybe we'll get a Patreon. Probably not. No. <laughs> Who knows? Um, we have At the $500 tier, me and Jenny will call up and just shriek into your phone <laughs> for one hour. It'll be great. We can record a personalized voice message for you that says, hello. I'm Jenny. Ins- I'm Michael. Bombs away. You be- can insert your name there. Yes. A personal voicemail. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You can download the our Bomb Brigade theme song. Mm-hmm. That's only at the $10,000 level for those donors. And now we'd like to read the names of the lists of donors. We've got Jeremiah Bagosh. We got Muckle Buckles Kelsey Grammer. 
Oh, I know him, huh? Wait, no. <laughs> no, I know. That's a real person. Fuck. Yes, he did not really donate. That's a, that's a uh, spurious yeah, sorry, libel. Sorry, Kramer did not donate to our podcast. Yes, um, we're sorry. Gelsey, Gelsey Kramer did, though. Sorry. Uh, but if you're like Blue Apron or Audible or something. <laughs> yes. Uh, Blue Apron, can, a better way to cook. You can, look, See, we're I, doing I know it your, for you. Yes, I know your your slogan because I we listen to so heard many it in every other podcast. <laughs> it's true. Um, Trunk Club, Stamps dot com. Where you can just keep on naming sponsors. <laughs> we can do it the whole time. Uh-huh. We can do it. We know. We've been there. We listen, and we can read things too. So you can email us at bombardade two. Yeah. Send us your ad copy. At gmail.com. You can also uh, email us if you have, like, a message you want to say to a friend that listens to the show. Or if you have a movie that you want us to review. Or if you yeah, just want to drop question. a line and say, hey, what's up? Questions, comments, concerns. Right. Email us, again, bombbrigade2 at gmail.com. You can also like our Facebook page, which is just uh, bombbrigade. And uh, thank you so much for listening. Sorry, I just flicked a pencil. Thank you so mm. much for listening, dear listeners. Live stunts on Bombergade. Listen, we try to be as realistic and uh, tactile as yeah, we we're can just, here. We're just like boyhood. We go on for three hours. <laughs> it's very, well, no. you know, an hour, an hour and 13 minutes, which is, you know, maybe your, your, ride, your ride to work and your ride from work so you can finish an episode in a day. Yeah, always good. Always that's, good. I think that, that's a good podcast length. Yeah. Um, but if you want us to do like mini sewods on something else, maybe I don't know. We could do those. Who's to say? This is really your podcast. <laughs> maybe we could we could do a mini sewod on the half an hour of King Arthur that we watched. <laughs> yeah, I'd be down for that. What's yeah, that'd your be hot cool. take? Mm, yeah, we could just watch half a movie. That sounds great. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> and then we can finish it with our imaginations. Mm, How cool do you idea. want it to end? Do you think that he'll become the king of the? table the round table? the round table mm-hmm. round table pizza mm. Yep. Mm. pizza yes so with that i think we'll have to bid you adieu good night or wait you might be listening to this in the morning uh bombs away bombs away <laughs>